This is the J. Scott Outdoors podcast on Western big game hunting and fishing brought to you by GoHunt.com Insider. Research faster, hunt more. Go to GoHunt.com forward slash insider and use the J. Scott promo code when signing up to receive a $50 Kuyu gift card. I'm your host, J. Scott. And I live and breathe hunting and fishing, spending half the year in the field experiencing God's creation. I hope you'll enjoy hearing about our adventures. Guys, welcome to the J. Scott Outdoors podcast. Today's episode with Dar Colburn of Colburn and Scott Outfitters and Craig Steele of Exclusive Pursuit Outfitters is going to be on the breakdown of the 2016 fall bighorn sheep uh, hunts in Arizona. And before we get into that, I wanted to go over a couple things. First is uh, the Arizona Bighorn Sheep bonus point uh, totals. Uh, The max point this year is 27 points. There's 107 residents, 5 non-residents, so a total of 112 applicants. And then I'm going to read down the list, 26, 25, 24. 26 is 235 with 200 residents, 35 non-residents, 25 points is 168 residents, 51 non-residents, 219 total, 24 points is 229, 23 is 296, 22 is 323, 21 is 368, 20 is 378, 19 is 421, 18 is 482, 17 is 522, 16 is 735, and you can kind of get a gist. The number just keeps getting bigger and bigger there. Um, I also wanted to, uh, in our efforts in this episode, we tried to be as extensive as we can, but I don't think uh, I left a clear indication for non-residents what my top units would be uh, for non-residents. I've had a chance to go back over and look over uh, the stats and look over the quality. Now this is top units for non-residents with quality, a uh, quality of hunt and quality of animal in mind. Uh, number one, 22, unit 22, by far and away, I think it's the best hunt in the state. Uh, they've dropped it from four tags down to two. Uh, the quality has slipped a little. It's nothing like it was in 12 or, you know, 11, 12 or 13. Uh, but they're still, you know, 175 plus type rams. I was fortunate to spend a lot of time in that unit last year uh, uh, guiding Craig Dunlap on his unit 22 hunt, and he was able to get a magnificent ram uh, that scored a little over 178 inches. Uh, number two is 3132 Aravipa. Uh, number three is 37A in the Silver Bells. Number four, even though I'm going to go against the grain a little bit here, I'm still going to pick 15D as a great uh, uh, unit for non-resident. I'm hoping that there'll be some older age class rams left that don't uh, die of pneumonia. I think it's a little bit of a gamble, um, and we'll talk about this in the podcast, but I still think it's uh, pick number four. Uh, Number five is unit 40A. There's two permits in that unit. Uh, Number six is 43B. There's seven permits in that unit. Uh, Number seven is 44B North, which always used to be at the top of the list, but the cream has definitely been taken off the top of that unit. And number eight is 13B North. 
If you guys have any questions at all, whether you're a resident or non-resident and uh, want my opinion on certain units or what have you, feel free to email me at jscottoutdoors at gmail.com. Guys, I want to thank you guys, the listeners, for all your support of this podcast. I also want to thank the sponsors, Wilderness Athlete, Western Hunter and Elk Hunter Magazines, Phonescope, Outdoorsman's, Utah Hydrographics, and of course, the title sponsor, Go Hunt Insider. And I'm going to ask you guys to go check out each one of these sponsors on Instagram. Check them out on their Facebook pages. Go to their websites. And uh, each one of these uh, sponsors gives a discount, which you'll hear throughout the podcast and the different commercials. Uh, so support those sponsors that support uh, this podcast. Uh, guys, you can also follow along Dar and I's Adventures uh, Colburn and Scott Outfitters.com on Instagram at J Scott Outdoors or Dar Colburn uh, or at Dar Colburn on Instagram. Uh, and uh, feel free to go to J as well as our YouTube channel. All of our desert uh, sheep, as well as the Rocky Mountain bighorn sheep hunts, uh, are on our YouTube channel. Uh, Dar was fortunate uh, last December to guide a hunter in Unit 6A, an archery hunter, and uh, shot a, a magnificent ram uh, that uh, scored a little bit over 180 inches uh, gross, and uh, just, just a fantastic hunt there. And uh, also looking forward to the split hunt in 6A. Uh, I think that first hunt is going to be an unbelievable rut hunt. Uh, and uh, we've also been fortunate the last four out of the five years to uh, guide the uh, Arizona Super Big Game Raffle Hunter uh, and done very well with that tag. Uh, last year, Dar had some uh, other conflicts with his sons drawing a coos deer tag, so I partnered with uh, Craig Steele of Exclusive Pursuit Outfitters, and we guided the raffle hunt uh, to the second largest raffle ram ever, ever harvested in the state of Arizona. Uh, it wasn't quite as big as Claude's uh, from 2013-14 season, uh, that giant that we harvested up in 15D, uh, but it was a beautiful 173-inch uh, ram that uh, Frank Argo harvested. Uh, guys, I just appreciate all your support. Uh, this episode is going to be a little bit clogged up as far as a lot of data and a lot of information. You might have to listen to it a couple times, but please feel free to email me if you have any questions uh, about sheep at all, and I just really appreciate your support. Let's get right to the episode. Welcome to the J. Scott Outdoors podcast. Today, we've got a special episode on Arizona bighorn sheep hunting. I've got my associate Dar Colburn on the line and Craig Steele of Exclusive Pursuit Outfitters and Dar Colburn of Colburn and Scott Outfitters. Guys, how you doing? Good, Jay. How are you? Oh, good, Dar. It's great to have you on the line. And Craig, how you doing this morning? Doing all right. How you doing? Good. I'm anxious to talk to you guys today about uh, the Bighorn Sheep Draw in Arizona. Um, before we get to that, I... Uh, I made the pilgrimage up here to Colorado and uh, was teasing Dar this morning on the cell phone that it was 38 degrees this morning in the house when we woke up. We slept with the windows open and Dar wasn't giving me a whole lot of sympathy for sure. You do that every year. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm reporting here from uh, the banks of 
excuse me, the call uh, the Roaring me. Fork River. And um, I'm anxious to do this podcast because there's some, you know, changes with the uh, Bighorn Sheep applications this year. And uh, there's some things going on in uh, northwest Arizona with the pneumonia. Craig, uh, why don't you give us uh, a breakdown on what you know is going on with the pneumonia in the uh, 15s units? Um, I guess there's a, a pneumonia outbreak, for lack of better terms. Um, it started, I believe, and you guys can correct me, but um, I, I think the first signs of it was uh, noted in December. Um, sheep hunters reported some uh, coughing sheep on their hunts. They tested some sheep that tested positive, the, some harvest rams, and then uh, they tested some ewes that tested positive. Um, in 15D, um, they, uh, uh, yeah, they did a recent survey, a helicopter survey in March to, uh, basically recount their numbers. Um, and, uh, the numbers weren't as bad as what I thought they would be. In fact, in C, North, South, um, they actually counted more sheep than they normally did in October. In D, they counted, uh, um, D North and D South, they counted uh, a little bit less sheep. Um, I think the, Aaron at the region office said they counted 35% less uh, rams, um, only seen one class four. Um, and then recent reports have, they didn't see any sick sheep on that um, or dead sheep indeed. They did see some dead sheep in C North and C South, which those units really haven't recovered. Um, and, but they do think, which is, it's kind of, kind of intriguing. They do think that C North and C South are on the recovery side of it. Um, they did see Rams, but nothing in the class four range, um, nothing in the class four range in B West. Um, and then, uh, recently, um, I heard that there's talk of Rams that are, or, or sheep that are coughing in 16A in the Mojaves and in 16B. Um, I have yet to kind of confirm, and I don't think the Game of Fish has confirmed that with testing. So it's it's kind of a wait and see. Um, I went out the other day and seen 15 rams. Um, everything looked healthy that I saw. Um, Craig, let's back up here for a second. So they flew surveys in February, and they're saying they saw 35% less sheep in 15D Less which rams. I believe the last less okay rams, but it's a totally different time of year yes. than in October when the the sheep are rutting. I mean, do you know of reports where they found a bunch of dead rams? I mean, as far as I know, they only found four dead sheep total. As far tell, as tell me as what far you know. As I know, I haven't heard of any dead sheep being found in uh, 15D just dead sheep in 15 in the 15 C's um, and they were all those were all seen from um, the uh, helicopter um, they were all whited out so you know they'd been been dead for a while um, they did not see any sick or dead sheep in, in 15 D um, as far as I'm aware um, uh, and Dar you're on the board of the Arizona Desert Bighorn Sheep Society what have you heard as far as actual mortality of sheep? Uh, exactly what Craig's been saying. 
Um, they didn't see any in D. I will will say that all the sheep, uh, all the rams checked out, I believe, were in 15D, did check out positive for pneumonia. Okay, so the rams that they checked out, are you saying that they captured them? They, they, they did no, 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 the hunting, the hunt, the hunted, the, the harvested rams in December all checked, came back positive for pneumonia. Okay, so they all came back positive for pneumonia out of the, I believe, eight tags in 15D North, and there were three in 15D South. Um, with all that being said, does anybody know how long this pneumonia manifests? I'm saying that if, if the rams that were killed in December came back, you're saying, Dar, that were ch- checked out and they, they had pneumonia, uh, like human beings, can they have pneumonia and get through it and everything fine? I mean... I'm hearing a 30% you know, uh, decrease in ram numbers, but I'm not hearing anybody finding horns on the ground. Yeah, that I can't answer if they can recover or not. I, I don't really know. I know uh, Aaron Butler over there in Kingman did say that, you know, like Craig said, that the, the 15B and C, they were thinking that it was on the rebound there, that it had already gone through there, and D, it was kind of, in the earlier stages and that they would, you know, they were kind of expecting to see more mortality in the, the heat of the summer. So when those rams clump up and start rutting and get on water, uh, it's obviously a little bit harder on their bodies when the temperature's hot and when they're running around and when they're gathered up with other animals. But if in December, if the rams that were already killed, if all of them showed signs of pneumonia, Shouldn't those symptoms of pneumonia already be working their course through? I mean, I, I just, I guess we need to get someone on, a uh, biologist that can tell us about pneumonia and how long, if you have it in your bloodstream, how long it takes to, you know, either die from it or get over it. That was, yeah, that was, I, that was a question, you know, that I asked and, and wanted to hear was, uh, you know, okay, is this, you know, how long does this take? And I think because it's wild animals and, and they're only going off past data um, that, that they're suggesting a 50 to 90% die-off rate. But from what I understand, it's a new strand of pneumonia. So they really don't know if the animals, since they've been through pneumonia before in that area, if they develop new antibodies, I guess, if I'm hopefully not speaking out of context here, but, um, and that, you know, Erin said that, and I, I'm paraphrasing everything, she said basically that they live with this in them and that something takes, you know, some sort of uh, new new pathogen or I don't even know what you call it, uh, basically flares it up and, 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 you know, they don't really know. Um, and there, there was some quote, and Dar, you can you can tell me if you've heard this something about um, this could take eight to ten years before they really know where they're at. It just seems like a very very like gray and unknown. And everybody, I think there's a yeah, I I do think there's a lot of unknown, and I I didn't hear any anything like that about eight to ten years. But Aaron did say that uh, you know they. It could have an impact on this fall hunt, or it could be over the next year or two. You know, and not I impact guess the, this fall hunt. 
Yeah, and I mean, I guess the question that everybody wants to know is, you know, the crown jewel of, you know, the Nelson I units in Arizona is 15D, which, you know, 15D this year, they, you know, last year they had eight tags. The year before that, they had eight tags in 15D North. They also had, I believe, three or four tags in 15D South, maybe more than that. Craig, you can correct me, but they've decreased, they've they have added north and south together back how it used to be 15D all as one unit with only six tags. Well, the question everybody wants to know is, do you apply for 15D and gamble that, that you know, there's still some older age class Rams or not? Um, I've seen in some, some of the publications out there, they're just, and even in the game and fish regulations, they're basically saying, you know, I, they're not using the words don't apply there, but they're basically saying, you know, red flag this and we don't know what we're dealing with. So I guess it's a complete crapshoot gamble whether you put in for it or not. But I mean, Craig, you've been out in the field and seen 15 rams the other day and not one of them was coughing. Yeah, I mean, nothing was. I mean, it's it, it's not in the heat of the summer either, but on the same token, you know, if you, like you said, you had Rams, all the Rams test positive in December. Um, and that's how long does it take? I think what you're getting at earlier is how long does it take for them since all those Rams tested positive? I mean, that's a pretty good swath of Rams. You would think that we would have some mortality going on. How long does it take? Um, and from what I saw, you know, the other day, it, it made me feel confident. You know, two of the bigger rams that I saw were off by themselves. They looked healthy as horses. I mean, that could change. I don't know. Um, from you know, from a standpoint, I talked with a guy the other day, a prospective client that was you know talking about applying there. There's really only a few options up here now to apply for for non-residents. Residents obviously can draw with one tag, but um, there's 16A and 15D right here and then you got the 13b uh west and 13b north um but there's only a couple options to apply for um i just pulled up the numbers um and i believe it's public information anyway they saw 454 sheep in d during the march survey and 570 sheep in october um they saw 36 percent less class three and four rams in fact, they only saw one class four, but the other day I saw two class fours. But but let's also, like I said before, let's footnote that. That's not accounting. That's a hundred. That's a hundred and thirty different animals, meaning less animals. A hundred and thirty different, if my math is correct. Mm -hmm. But it's a totally different time of year of flight survey. Yes. So to me, it means nothing unless you're flying over sheep and there's dead carcasses everywhere. That, 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 I mean, you can't compare flight data from October to February. I, I'm sorry, you can't. Yeah, and, and Aaron mentioned that. She said that's not accounting for, it's a, they don't have historic data on that. It's not accounting for green up and, and, and. And they're in totally different whole, areas. Totally different areas. Rams are in ram pastures and often little nooks and crannies. So it doesn't account for that. And I mean, and like I said, the good news is they saw uh, going into 15C, they saw 46 sheep in October in 15C North. In March, they saw 79. Um, in C South, they saw 12, only 12 sheep, and they saw 43 in March. Um, so, I mean, there's some positives coming out of it. I mean, 
you can, it's going to be a crapshoot. It's going to be a gamble, um, but it's a sheep tag. So, uh, you know, I, I can't imagine, you know, when, when this, and I'm going back to, I hunted in D in 2002 with my dad's friend. Um, and I think there was know, six to eight tags and it was all D. Um, we still saw sheep, um, not at the rate that, that we saw rams now. He killed a class four. It wasn't, uh, it was like 159 inch ram. It wasn't the ram personally that I would have picked out. I think we passed on a better ram, um, you know, and I wasn't guiding him per se. I was just there helping him and assisting him when I could. But uh, there was still plenty of sheep. The unit that got hit the hardest by that strand or by that stuff the last time was 15C uh, north and south. So um, it was, in my opinion, it was still a good hunt. Maybe not. The drought had impacted um, the animals, I think, even worse um, that year versus the, the pneumonia outbreak, but it's, it's all right. Well, that too. maybe we need to have uh, Aaron on here. I need to get Aaron on and talk to her. And it's probably going to be one of those things that's revolving and uh, time will tell and we'll learn as we go. Um, I, what I want to cover in this uh, episode is basically break down uh, the units and try and go over some of the number of applicants and uh, go over uh, how the hunters did last year um, in each of the units. Um, so why don't we do that, uh, starting with uh, Unit 9 and 10, which is the Cataract Canyon. Uh, I believe it's the only unit uh, in the state. Well, before we dive into the units, let's actually just take a, a, a brief recap here of how the draw works in case there's people listening that haven't applied in Arizona. Uh, Arizona goes on a bonus point system for, for bighorn sheep. Uh, if you do not have maximum bonus points, which I believe is uh, 27 this year, uh, you need to make sure that you apply for units that don't typically always go in the max point pool. Um, and the way the draw works on desert sheep, and you guys can weigh in if I misspeak here, uh, the very first thing they do is the bonus point, uh, the bonus pass uh, for the people with the most points. And if there's, say, 105 tags total, 10% uh, of those tags can go to non-residents, but up to 20% go to people with the most bonus points. So what they do is they take the first pass of the draw and the people with the most bonus points uh, in essence, get their first pick of the units. Therefore, that's why you don't want to, uh, if you don't have max points, apply for some units like 22, uh, 44B North, uh, 24B South, where those typically always go in the max point pool. Um, you know, last year, all four tags in 22 went to non-resident, or excuse me, to max point holders. All All four of the tags in uh, 44B North went to uh, max point holders. And once that, that number of about 20, once that's filled, then the random draw goes. Uh, but Dar, you can speak to this. People, um, there's a ton of people that apply both choices for units that go in max point and they actually mathematically never even have a chance in the draw. Is that correct? Yes, that, that's definitely correct. Um, but then, you know, then, then you get a, a freak thing like 
the girl you guided in 44B North, Avery, who she didn't have max points, and that unit typically goes to max point holders. And for some reason, you know, she got lucky and drew a tag. Yeah, I mean, so it, it's it's a little bit uh, evolving and changing in that, you know, when Avery drew two years ago in 44B North, there were only two tags, and one of the tags went to a max point holder, but her tag, she only had, I think, three points, maybe even two mm-hmm. points. Right. Um, so it's not cut and dried, but if you're trying to stack the odds as best you can in your favor, you typically don't want to go with, say, the top four or five units. But you could have a guy that has 27 points that puts in for, say, the you know the easiest per odds, you know, let's say like a, a 13A just because he wants to get a tag. A- and then you never even had a chance. So, I mean, it can change from year to year, but historically you want to stay away from those uh, units that don't uh, or that stay away from the units that typically always go in the max point pool. Correct. Okay. Um, and... Did I miss anything on kind of the general draw before we dive into each of the units? Uh, you just might also mention that uh, I believe non-residents can't take more than 50% of the tag um, hunt number. So let's let's uh, break that down. Let's talk about, like, say, unit 43B. There's seven tags. So if non-residents can't take more than 50%, 50% would be three and a half, but they round down, correct? Correct. So they can take up to three tags in that unit. So in 43B, up to three tags could go to non-residents. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong, all seven of those could go to max point holders if it just happened to fall within the right max point holders that put in for 43B as their first choice with max points. Yes, they could. Okay. Okay. And only 10% uh, of the total number of tags can go to non-residents. Right. So if, if yes. we're giving away roughly 105 tags, 10 and a half tags, they round down. So only about 10 tags total between uh, Desert and Rockies can go to, um, can go to non-residents. Correct. Okay. Let's take a quick break here before we dive into the unit specific. Tired of relying on out-of-date numbers, spending too much on hunting consultants and seeing too little results? With Go Hunt Insider, the old way of doing things is over. With the introduction of draw odds and filtering 2.0, you'll have access to the most accurate, up-to-date information in the industry. You can filter by state, species, trophy potential, weapon, specific days or months of the year, harvest success rate, male-to-female ratios, and much more. All of this leads to easily finding the best hunt for you. So what are you waiting for? Visit GoHunt.com slash insider and join the movement. Use the J. Scott promo code when signing up and receive a $50 Kuyu gift card. Since 1982, the Outdoorsman's in Phoenix has made it their goal to provide the very best customer service combined with the latest and greatest optics and accessories in the business. Outdoorsman's is the leading designer and manufacturer of high-quality tripods, and mounting accessories for any hunter's optical needs. Go to Outdoorsmans.com or call 1-800-291-8065 and use the J. Scott promo code to receive 10% off all Outdoorsman's packs 
and pack accessories. Okay, let's talk about uh, the first unit, Unit 9 and Unit 10. Uh, that is a one-tag unit. Uh, that is on the Cataract Canyon, and I can tell you how the hunters um, did last year. Uh, there was one permit. There were 90 first-choice uh, applicants. Uh, there were four hunter days, and the, um, let's see, the, 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 the ram that was shot was 154 and 2 eighths inch. It was, uh, it had five, uh, rings. Uh, so it was a five-year-old, actually a six-year-old had, uh, 30 inch, 29 inch right horn, 31 inch, uh, left horn, 15 inch base on one side, 14 and seven eighths on the other. Uh, that is a very tough unit. It's one of the units that uh, they uh, allow more time uh, than uh, any other unit. And I think the reason they do that is they, they allot October, November, and December is it's just very few sheep um, and, and a really tough, kind of tough to get around. That Cataract Canyon is, is a tough hunt. Uh, I believe uh, Craig, do you have any experience on that hunt? I have not hunted that hunt. I've been around a guy named Sam Heffelfinger who's hunted that hunt a few times. Uh, he drew the tag, and I know a couple other guys that that have drawn it. Um, it's basically hunting the Cataract Canyon. I mean, you're going to need somebody to repel down there to recover your ram. Um, you're basically shooting off a bench straight down. Um, you're looking at whatever ram shows up, and that's why you have a long season is... It's just, it's not, it's not a, it's, it's a, I guess it can be a fun hunt. I know Sam loves it, um, but uh, it's, it's not a hunt that's like the other sheep hunts or most of the other sheep hunts where you're glassing up and, you know, looking around. It's a tough hunt, and, you know, most of the guys end up hiring a repel crew out of Flagstaff to retrieve their ram. It's, it's that type of hunt. Okay, the next unit is uh, 12B. Let me look at you guys. Hang on. 12B East, uh, there's four tags. Yeah, 12B East, there's four tags. There were 703 people that applied. Uh, guy with 10 points, 12 points, 13 points, and 20 points uh, drew that last year. And uh, in that hunt, uh, they harvested a 151 a 148, a 119, and a 169. Uh, the 169 was a 33, uh, 32 by 16 and 4 eighths, so we had giant bases, uh, 16 and 4 eighths with uh, seven rings, um, scored 169. So a Boone and Crockett Ram came off that hunt, and uh, 703 people applied for four tags. Uh, that is... Uh, basically a 1 in 175 chance of drawing. There's four tags Next. there, so non-resident can draw those. Yeah. Next hunt is uh, 13B North. Uh, there's three tags uh, on that hunt last year. Uh, 13B North, there was a 156, a 168, and a 160. A uh, seven-year-old, ten-year-old, and an eight-year-old. Looks like the average bases were roughly, well, 14 and 2, 14 and 5, and 14 and 7 on that. And um, 
you know, I've been in 13B North. It's a pretty neat unit. Um, there's quite a few sheep, uh, actually, and um, there's there's some really good glassing. Access is pretty good, uh, and it's it's definitely one that uh, you know people, non-residents uh, should consider that hunt. I think for sure. Uh, 808 people applied. Uh, people with 13, 14, and 17 points applied for that unit and drew it. Uh, and it's a 1 in 269. Now, I want to note that these numbers of 808 total applicants, um, I'm just basically dividing that by the number of tags. Uh, you could technically get the non-resident data and break that out and, and get a little bit more precise, but for what we're doing here, uh, I think that, uh, think that covers it. I want to uh, break down here 13B North last year, um, or excuse me, in 2014, uh, there was 170, uh, one tag got returned, a guy didn't kill, and there was a 150-inch ram uh, that was harvested. Uh, 15, let's see, 15B as in boy, um, it looks like there's one tag in that unit. Uh, this is definitely uh, one of those areas that uh, I think has been affected by the pneumonia. Uh, last year there were three tags. Uh, Craig, this year they're just doing 15B. There's no east or west. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yep. One tag. Uh, last year uh, guys drew with 8, 15, and 17 points. There were 414 people that applied for 15B west last year. Um, this is definitely probably one that I would steer clear of. What do you think, Craig? Yeah, I, I, that's not a unit that I would put in for myself. Um, there's been some big rams in the past taken, but we're talking decades, um, yeah. and it's just it's not a, not a good hunt, especially now. Yeah, 15C uh, North. Uh, last year, 15C North, there were three tags, 444 people applied. Uh, that gives you a one in 48. This year, they've dropped it down to one tag because of the pneumonia. Uh, last year. Uh, Someone with 8, 20, and 26 points uh, drew that hunt. Uh, I think it's a gamble this year with everything that's, you know, been said. Uh, also, 15C South, one tag. Last year, uh, there were two tags. Uh, 456 people applied, giving you a 1 in 228. I think that's also, you know, red flagged by the game and fish. Probably one that I would personally steer clear of. The next hunt is uh, 15B, uh, which uh, Dara and I have been fortunate to take uh, the uh, raffle hunter the last four out of the five years uh, in 15D uh, and harvest some real nice rams. Last year, Craig, you were with us and um, uh, Dar had a, a deer hunt at the same time, but you were with us last year and uh, the raffle ram came out of 15D South. We talked a little bit about uh, 15D being the crown jewel uh, of the Nelson I units, but obviously with the big red flag with the pneumonia and everything going on, they have uh, included north and south together. There's six tags uh, total. Uh, last year, there were 3,265 people that applied for just eight tags in, in D North and 1,296 in D South. Uh, guys drew 
uh, or that's a one in 408 in the north and a one in 324 in the south, I've got to think that way less people are going to apply for D, uh, 15D this year uh, with everything that's going on. So on one hand, it's in my mind kind of a sleeper because I think there's going to be way less people that apply for it. If you're a gambler and you're willing to shoot a younger ram uh, or an older ram that's you know a smaller ram, um, you know this may be your hunt because you may have half the people apply. Your odds may go up, uh, but I, I also want to say that you know I don't want you to show up for the hunt and you know there not be any you know class three or four rams at all in the whole unit. Yeah, I you know from a it's it's just all going to be you're going to have to weigh what you're what you want um, out of a sheep hunt and what you're willing to gamble. Um, I know that personally that will be my wife and daughter's second choice. Um, you know, and if we don't find the type of ram, depends on with my daughter, um, but but for my wife, let's say she draws it, if we don't find the type of ram that we want to kill, we just won't kill one. And some people will be like, you're crazy, but it's about the hunt to me. And if it, if you got an opportunity to have a sheep tag and, and as a resident gamble um, and you don't have, you know, now if you have 25, 20 plus points, that may be a little different. But, you know, when you only have 10 years in the game or something like that, I would definitely look at that unit myself. That's just me. Yeah, and I, I would say um, last year there were uh, two tags drawn in the max point pool, one in D North, one in D South. Uh, there were guys that drew with 10, 12, 14, 20, 21, 24, and 25 in North, and 9, 11, and obviously the, the one with the 26 in, uh, there actually must have been two people with max points in D South. Uh, last year in D North and D South, the Rams that were killed, a 150, a 166, a 176, a 155, a 152, a 172, a 156, a 168, a 170, a 164, a 165, and a 159. So obviously some great Rams uh, ranging here from Looks like seven nine nine seven six eight seven six nine eight eight nine. So uh, definitely some older age class Rams uh, in there, and um, we're all kind of waiting to see what's going to happen. But I think I think if you're a gambler, it's definitely uh, you know because they combine the units of North and South together. I definitely think it's something that people should consider applying for. And uh, hopefully there's enough sheep there that even if they have some die-off, that you can still find some some good rams to chase there. Dar, you're getting quiet. I'm just listening. <laughs> okay, uh, Unit 16A, uh, they actually have split up this year, and they call it 16A, excluding that portion of 16A South and east of the Big Sandy River and Mojave County Parklands. And then they've included another hunt number, 6012, that's 16A South, and that's the portion of 16A South and east of the Big Sandy River and 18B. Uh, Craig, can you speak on, I know, Dar, you've guided in 16A, and Craig, you have as well. Can you speak about 16A? Uh, you know, from scouting it last year a bunch, um, especially the, the west side, um, 
everything's spread out. You know, I talked to Dar a lot about it. I've been down there predator hunting a bunch, and I've been all over it, but everything is all spread out. It's a it's a grind of a hunt. Um, they did one person didn't kill, and I believe he was hunting with a guy that's really qualified as a guide. Um, and I think they had trouble finding an older age class ram. I know from you know from talking with UJ during the raffle hunt that um, I was looking for two rams that that I had uh, uh, basically located, and I couldn't turn them back up. Um, and then one of them I believe ended up dead. Um, so it's just a rough hunt. And now, um, it, it, don't get me wrong. I, I think there's potential there for there to be a big ram, but be prepared to hunt the whole hunt. Um, be prepared to, um, not see sheep sometimes and, uh, just, you know, pack a lunch cause it's, it's just very vast and, um, very open and just, there's just a lot of different mountain ranges to cover and you're looking for a few sheep here and a few sheep there. Um, as far as the, the east side, um, I know where, where it's basically matched up with 18B um, or the south side, 16A south as they call it, um, it's south and east. Um, there is um, some sheep in there. I don't know much about them other than I've seen them a few times. They're transplant sheep, some of them from 15D and from the Navajo Nation. And I guess they started transplanting them in 06. Dar may know more on that. But um, so and there's only one tag there. And there's so there's no non-residents drawn that tag. Um, and there's two tags in the basically 16A portion actually 16a west and north but nor northwest if you want to call it that so um that's the only unit uh out of the 16s that's available to a non-resident so that's about all i can speak of it I, I think there could be potential to be a big ram but you're gonna need to put in the work there or have somebody help you and it's still going to be a tough hunt yeah i mean last year uh they harvested a 151 and a 150 and then in 18B, the unit you speak about there, which is now part of 16A, let's call it south, I guess, um, they harvested a 156. And if you look back in 2014 as well, you've got uh, a 171 was harvested, a 9-year-old, uh, a 159 and a 156. Uh, were harvested in 16A, and then if you bump over to 18B, uh, there was a one a six-year-old 148 ram uh, that was harvested. And I'm with you on the 16A. I just think it's a uh, it's a big unit. It's spread out. The sheep are spread out. Um, I think it you know you better have your chin strap buckled on if you if you draw that tag and and apply there because you're going to need it. It's a it's a tough hunt. Um, Last year, 401 people applied. Uh, guys with 13, 16, and 25 drew the tag. Uh, no tags went to uh, max point holders, um, and so that would give you a 1 in 133 chance of drawing. Uh, let's bounce down to 16B as in boy. Um, 16B this year is a one-tag unit, so not open for non-residents. Uh, 16B, there were 92 people that applied last year. The guy that drew it last year had 17 points. Um, and the ram that was harvested last year in 16B, 
was a 157, a nine-year-old, let's see, nine rings, so a 10-year-old 157 Ram uh, with 14 and 5-inch bases. Um, 16B, Craig, is kind of a broken-up unit. Um, can you speak a little bit about the terrain there? Um, I've known a couple of people that have had that tag recently, and they both killed. One killed, that was a husband-wife, one killed a 167, and the other one killed a 164. Um, I've, I've heard of some good rams in there. Um, from my understanding, uh, uh, it is broken up, and it's not a very big area. Um, lake access from uh, Lake Havasu and having access to a boat is kind of critical um, to hunt those sheep. Um, there is reports of, of some coughing sheep in there, so um, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's one of those, what is there, one tag, so a non-resident can't get that, so it's definitely a resident's going to draw that. Um, I just personally, that hunt isn't for me because I like bigger country and, and seeing more, but, uh, you know, they've killed some good Rams, you know, one mid one sixties and close to book book type Rams. Um, I will mention that the one Ram that I, that I knew of, um, in 16 a, um, the guy found him in 16 B. So there's an area in there from the Mojave's where they cross over and they will go into 16 B. Um, and you know, there's people, a lot of people that will have pictures of, rams that are on one side and the other side so um there's a little bit of crossover there that can you know affect your hunt let's take a quick break here utah hydrographics is in the water transfer printing service and they are open to whatever you can dream up choose from a wide range of camel patterns designs and colors whether it's guns bows tools rifle stocks vehicles steering wheels fenders dashboards paint guns fishing rods cups tripods watches knife grips helmets for a local sports team or for your motorcycle picture frames mailbox animal skulls you name it they can probably do it utah hydrographics loves taking things that are general looking and turns them into something that looks fantastic and eye-popping give them a call and see what they can do for you and receive up to a 10 percent discount by using the j scott six promo code. Visit them at utahhydrographics.com or on Instagram at utahhydrographics. Whether you are interested in elk, deer, antelope, bighorn sheep, or moose, Western Hunter and Elk Hunter magazines will bring the adventure to your mailbox. These publications feature articles on the finest hunting gear, tips and tactics from experienced hunters, field judging trophies, glassing techniques, calling strategies, and much more. To become a more knowledgeable and skilled hunter, subscribe today. Go to westernhunter.net forward slash jscott and enter your email address for a chance to win a $1,500 credit towards any Swarovski product. Okay, the next unit is uh, Unit 22, and they're calling it Unit 22 South. Uh, This is a unit that Dar and I are very familiar with. Uh, They actually went this year from four tags last year to two tags, which I'm very happy to see. Uh, Last year, all four tags went in the max point pool. Uh, There's only two tags this year, and um, out of those two tags, 2,488 people applied uh, last year, and 
this year, obviously, when they cut the tags by two in half, um, the draw odds are going to be horrific. Um, the draw odds are going to be horrific there. But, Dar, what do you think about 22? Well, I, first off, I, I think that's a, a tag or hunt number that it, unless you have max max points, I wouldn't wouldn't bother applying for that hunt at all. Because the fact that it always goes, I mean, for like the yeah. last five years, it's never not gone in the max point pool. Uh, so if you don't have max points, I wouldn't apply there. I agree with you. I was fortunate last year to have uh, Craig Dunlap, uh, who was uh, he's a Washington resident but had an Arizona lifetime license from eight or ten years ago. I was fortunate to guide him, and um, four was just too many. Uh, too many people on that hunt. It was a little bit of a zoo, um, and but he, Craig was able to harvest a nice ram uh, last year in 22, uh, 178, a 179, a 177. Um, oh, and one one person did not harvest, so three out of the four harvested. Uh, the rams uh, had. 16-inch bases, uh, ranging from 15 and an eighth to 16-inch bases. Uh, unit 22 is one of my favorite units in the state of Arizona. I'm super happy that they went from four to two tags. Uh, the cream has definitely been taken off the top uh, in Unit 22. Uh, they've had a, a handful of sheep die there from blue tongue. And um, I think uh, dropping it down to two will not only make for a much better hunt, but it will allow those rams uh, to get kind of big again. And um, I was excited to see that. Uh, in 2014, uh, in unit 22, let me look here, 22, in 2014, a 184, a 175, and a 173 uh, rams were harvested. The next unit is uh, 24B North, which is on the south and let's call it the, uh, in some places, the, the east side of uh, Canyon Lake and Apache Lake. Uh, only one tag, so not a unit for non-residents. Uh, 24B North last year had 438 people apply. Uh, the, the person that did draw it uh, drew with uh, 26 bonus points, which was max, so it went in the max point pool. Uh, and, and 24B North usually goes in the max point pool, but it has, uh, from year to year at times, uh, gone to a, a, a just a random tag holder, but most of the time it goes in the max point pool. Uh, last year, I actually saw the ram harvested, uh, a nice ram, 174 and two eighths. Uh, was a nine-year-old, had 15-inch bases. Uh, that's always a great hunt in 24B North. Dar, I know you like 24B North as well. It is. It, it's a great hunt. It looks, you know, it's, it's a very physical hunt, though, I would say, as well. For sure. Uh, the next hunt is uh, hunt number 6017, uh, 24B South. Uh, 24B South, they actually uh, reduced the tags uh, by one, so there's only one tag in there. Typically, that's a two-tag unit that can go to um, non-residents. This year, it's just a one-person one tag, so no non-residents. Uh, 24B South is one of the best units in the state. Uh, last year, 
with the two tags, there were 993 people that applied. It did go in the max point pool. Uh, that's a 1 in 496 uh, to draw. And uh, with, with that many, um, I don't see that application number going down. Do you, Dar? Even though they reduced a tag, other than the non-residents, I think there might be as many residents that are going to pile in on that hunt because non-residents can't. Correct, and you'll, with 22 losing two tags, I think you know quite a few people will jump over to to that hunt. Yeah, and last year in 24B South, um, 24B South, there was two tags. There was a 181 that was a 10-year-old ram, and a 174 uh, that was a nine-year-old ram harvested. Uh, 24B South is is one of the uh, best units. Um, in the state, highly recommend that unit. Uh, t- let's see, uh, 28, uh, unit 28 is a one tag unit. Uh, last year in unit 28, there were 244 people that applied. The tag did go to a max point holder. Um, so that's that's uh, probably uh, Definitely. Well, not every year does it go to max, but it, it, it has over the last couple of years. Uh, in 28 last year, uh, they harvested a uh, 171. And if you look at 2014 in unit 28, uh, they harvested a, a 171 as well. So that's a solid unit. Definitely a great unit for a resident uh, only with one tag. Uh, you know, I, and I think in 13, they killed a 170 Ram too. So that's a real solid unit for sure. Uh, the next unit is, uh, hunt number 6019, uh, 3132. That's the Aravipa Canyon, uh, this year, uh, 3132. They've added a tag to three tags. Uh, last year, 887 people applied for that, uh, giving you a one in 443, This year, by adding a tag, um, I think there's going to be more applicants are going to pile in on that hunt. Um, Are you trying to say something, Dar? No, huh? Okay. Last year in 31-32, they harvested a 171 and a 170. And in 2014... I don't have the data here for some reason. It was a 157. Uh, There was one tag. Okay, a 157. I actually show there being two tags and maybe one guy didn't kill. I've got an eight-year-old 157. I don't know what the discrepancy is on that. Um, Anyway, uh, that's always a good unit. I think with three tags, it's great to see Aravipa's numbers back up again. Um, and, uh, you know, hopefully they, this incremental jump up to three tags doesn't, you know, hurt the quality, uh, you know, score wise of these Rams. Um, but it's always nice to, for our game and fish to, you know, if they can find an extra Ram here or there that can be harvested, that's good because you hear outbreaks like pneumonia and stuff dart and it makes you want to say, well, man, we, maybe we should have harvested more Rams when we had the chance. Yeah, and one thing with 3132 is the the sheep society has been doing a lot of work on the lions in there, and I think it's really helped the sheep. Yeah, good point. Good point. Uh, 
37A is the next unit. Uh, it's a it's a two tag unit. Uh, last year, uh, according to my calculations, both tags went in the uh, max point pool. Um, and and I will also say that both tags last year in 31, 32 went in the max point pool. Uh, 1,052 people applied uh, this year in 37A. Uh, there's there's two tags, so there's no change there. Uh, last year in uh, 37A, uh, there was a 153 and a 167, and in 2014. Uh, in 37A, there was just one tag, and there was a 174. So definitely some nice size uh, there. The 37A is the Silver Bells, uh, down by Tucson, um, and definitely one of uh, a great unit. It's also the unit where um, that speckles ram that all of us that are Desert Bighorn Arizona Desert Bighorn Sheep Society members have seen on the cover of the publication. Um, and hopefully one of these years that ram will get harvested. Next unit is uh, hunt number 6021, uh, 37B. Uh, that's kind of that picket post um, uh, superstitions area. Uh, one tag, uh, let's see, one tag this year, one tag last year, 293 people applied. Uh, the guy that drew it last year, it was actually a gal, uh, drew with 24 points. Uh, so that's a one in 293. Um, I think that's an up and coming unit. Um, it wouldn't surprise me there to, uh, you know, see a, a good, really good ram uh, come out of there. Uh, last year, there was an 11 year old, 170 and three eighths inch ram uh, that, a, that a lady killed. Uh, awesome ram in 2014 in uh, 37B, uh, there was a 171, uh, seven-year-old 171. So definitely a good trend there, a couple years in a row of, of, of good rams coming out of 37B. Uh, definitely not a choice for uh, non-residents, but definitely for quality, uh, a choice that a resident should definitely look at. Uh, next hunt is 39 East. I have no experience in 39 East. Uh, it's a one-tag unit, uh, 39 East, uh, 113 people applied there last year. Uh, did not go in the max point pool. A gentleman with 15 points drew that. Uh, and uh, 39 East last year uh, harvested a 156. And in 2014, in 39 East, uh, a 159 eight-year-old was harvested. The next unit is 39 West. 39 West uh, is was two tags last year, two tags this year, no change. Uh, 403 people applied for it last year. Uh, someone with nine and 17 points drew that tag. Uh, it's a one and 201. Uh, last so 39 West last year in 2015. Uh, Two, two tags, uh, let me see here, well, 140, a three-year-old was harvested, and a 162 ram, a seven-year-old 162 ram was harvested. And in 2014, uh, in 39 uh, West, a 165 and a 164. 
Um, don't know much about 39 West. Uh, 40A, uh, 40A, um, two nice rams were harvested last year. There's two tags this year, two tags last year. 212 people applied. Uh, someone with four points and 18 points. Actually, a gal drew it. Uh, Eric Hunt's wife drew it last year. Uh, she must have been the one with four. And then someone with 18. Uh, the, the two rams that were harvested last year. Uh, let me look here. Uh, 40A, a 179 and a 178. Uh, looks like a nine-year-old and a six-year-old uh, harvested. Uh, looks like the six-year-old had six, just over 16 and an eighth inch bases, was 35 by 35 and five and 35 and six by 16 inch bases. Uh, the other ram was uh, 37 by 38, uh, 15 and a half inch bases. Um, that is kind of a sleeper unit. Uh, if you want my opinion, I think it's a very tough unit to hunt because of the illegal, uh, the illegal, uh, aliens crossing back and forth and the, uh, drug trafficking and such. I talked to, uh, one of the hunters, uh, last year and they said they had a lot of problems with, with, uh, illegal, uh, trafficking and stuff and running into some kind of rough character. So I think that's definitely something to watch uh, with that 40A hunt. 40B. 40B is broken up actually into three units, the Gila's, the Mohawks, and the Tanaha Altas. Uh, this year, uh, the Gila's have doubled the amount of tags. So last year, they went with two tags uh, and, and someone with 10 and 13 points drew 271 applicants. So a one in 135, they've doubled the amount of tags in the Gila's. Uh, so obviously, I think your odds are going to go up for drawing. Uh, last year in the uh, Gila's, um, they had a 147 and a 161 harvested. Uh, and if you, you know, so they've doubled the amount of tags. It, it seems like probably by doubling it, people are going to be kind of crawling all over each other. I'm not familiar with that unit, but if you're looking for maybe a, a, a pretty good draw odds, that one, you know, 271 people applied for two tags. Uh, if you take that same, same 271 applying for four, your odds are going to be uh, a lot better there. Um, next hunt is the... 40B Mohawk and Coppers, there's two tags. Uh, last year there were three tags. Someone with 14, 21, and 24 drew. They've dropped it down to two. There were 479 total applicants uh, last year. And in the Mohawks in 2015, uh, there was a 154 and a 155 and a 149 harvested, a 9-year-old, an 8-year-old, and a 6-year-old uh, harvested. Uh, this year, uh, there's only two tags, so your odds are going to go down in that unit. Uh, the next hunt is the 40B uh, Tanahas Altus. Um, there's two tags. Last year, there was one, so they've increased this by one. I don't know what the heck that was. There's 129 people that applied last year for one tag. Someone with 17 bonus points drew that tag. 
So they're added a tag this year in the Tanaha Altas. Uh, last year there was a 173, a 10-year-old killed uh, in 2014. Um, in 2014, it doesn't even look like they had a hunt in there, according to my calculations. Let me look here. You got that one, Dark? One fifty-nine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. One fifty-nine round. Uh, next hunt is one that I think is somewhat of a sleeper. Forty-one East. That's the Eagle Tails, which used to be the crown jewel of kind of Western Arizona. I think it's a little bit on the rebound. Uh, there's two tags. Last year there was one tag. Hundred and eighty-seven people applied for one tag last year. Someone with nine points drew it. Uh, I think. I think as far as quality, it's probably on the rebound. If you look at uh, 2015, a 148 seven-year-old ram was killed. And in 2014, um, a 155. But historically, some really good rams have been killed in there. And I think it's definitely one that's a sleeper that you could potentially find find a decent ram in. Uh, next hunt is 41 West, which is the uh, Little Horns. That's west of Dateland and the Palomas Harquahala Road, and that portion north of the El Paso uh, gas pipeline and west of the AT&T Frontage Road. Uh, they have also added a tag in this unit. Last year, 102 people applied for one tag. The person that drew had 14 points. Uh, they've added a tag in there, so they've in essence doubled the amount of tags. Uh, last year. Uh, in 41 West, a nine-year-old 164-inch ram uh, was shot. Looks like it had 14 and a half-inch bases. Uh, and in 2014, uh, it looks like a 148 and a half six-year-old ram was harvested. Uh, I think this this unit potentially could be a sleeper as well. Uh, definitely a little bit better draw odds by doubling the amount of tags and kind of, you know, mid-average uh, quality. Uh, the next hunt is 6030. Uh, that's 42 and 44A. Uh, uh, let's see, 44A East, that portion south of, of Highway 260, or excuse me, 60. Um, they have reduced the number of tags. Uh, last year they had two. This year they're down to one. Last year there were 382 people that applied for two tags. Last year eight, uh, someone with 18 and someone with max points drew that hunt. Uh, that hunt is uh, a new hunt, I believe, as of two years ago, uh, and it's located uh, just outside of Phoenix. Um, and the stats here on that hunt last year a 168 uh, ram was harvested. Help me out here, Dar. There were two tags last year. Yeah, only only one hunter killed. One hunter killed. Okay, and then in 2014, in 2014 there were two rams that were harvested. One was a 172 and a 173, and I believe that was the first year that it no it was actually open one more year before that i think uh, dave acosta had it in 2013 and he harvested a, a ram over 170 as well mm -hmm. um that is a a, a hunt that obviously non-residents can't draw um residents i think there's probably uh, you know a, a decent ram in there 
Um, but obviously the numbers are going down. That shows the reduction of tag from two to one. Next hunt here is 43A. Uh, 43A is, is a one tag unit. Last year, 140 people applied for the one tag. And uh, here's the story we all like to hear. Last year, the person that drew the tag had one bonus point, uh, drew 43A, and harvested a ram, let's see, in uh, 2014, a 171 and 68 eight year old ram. Uh, in 2014, in 43A, you had a 165 eight year old ram. Uh, it's a pretty big uh, unit. Uh, there's not a ton of sheep in it. Definitely not a non-resident unit. Um, and I, I've spent a little bit of time in there, but not much. Uh, 43B, uh, this is a unit that a lot of people like. There's seven tags. Uh, last year there were seven tags, 1,221 total applicants. Uh, the people that drew it last year with one bonus point, 13, 14, 16, 21, 24, and 26 um, drew this. So one person in the max point pool uh, drew this tag. And there were some pretty nice rams in 2015. Let's see here. Um, a 175 nine-year-old that was 38 and a half. Uh, by 14 and 7 eighths inch base is just a beautiful ram. A 156, um, a 179 that was 37 and a half and had 15 and 6 inch, 15 and 6 eighths inch bases. A 166 and 4 eighths. Uh, a, a 107. It looks like a two-year-old. Um, a 158 and a 158 and 2 eighths. So couple pretty nice rams there, Dar, a 175 and a 179, and, and looks like a 166. Uh, pretty pretty good little quality there in that unit. Yeah, especially last year. But it seems like just looking at years past, they've almost every year killed a, a book ram out of that unit. Yeah, definitely something that non-residents should look at. Uh, up to three of those tags could go to non-residents um, on that hunt. Okay, um, 44A East, hunt number 6033, uh, that's a one-tag uh, unit. Last year it was one tag, 105 people applied for that. The person that drew it had 23 bonus points, and the quality, uh, it's kind of kind of mediocre in there. Um, a 149 and 28's eight-year-old ram was harvested in 2014. 2014, a 156 seven-year-old ram was harvested, and yeah, three or four or five years before that, there was a really big 180-plus-inch ram, but since then, it's just kind of been, uh, the quality hasn't been quite as good, for sure. Next hunt is 44A West, uh, one tag unit, obviously not for non-residents. 44A West, last year 130 people applied for one tag. The person that drew had 13 bonus points. Uh, the quality of RAM last year in 44A West uh, was a 151 and 2 eighths. In 2014, uh, the RAM was uh, 172 nine-year-old. 
Um, that's a unit that doesn't have a lot of sheep, and sometimes they can be hard to find, um, but can every once in a while have a pretty good ram. Next hunt is one that Dar and I are both very familiar with. Uh, that's uh, 44B North. Uh, quite honestly, I was disgusted to see him go to four tags. Uh, last year, they jumped it up to four tags. From two to four, they doubled it. Uh, last year in 44B North, every single tag went to max point holders. 1,682 people applied. Uh, that's uh, one in 420. If you don't have max points, I would not apply in this unit. Typically always goes in the max point pool. Uh, it used to be, in my opinion, an unbelievable unit. Uh, I think that they've really knocked the cream off the top. If you look at the 2015 numbers, uh, there was a 154 seven-year-old, a 162 eight-year-old, a 169 10-year-old, and a 154 seven-year-old. Um, if you're looking for a, a really good ram, I would look elsewhere. It definitely used to be one of Dar and I's top picks. I think they've really knocked the cream off the top in there. Uh, I wish they would drop it back down from four to three or two. Um, I don't know how they went from two to four in the first place, and now they've kept it at four. Uh, I think if they don't reduce the numbers there, they're going to see dramatic uh, quality difference there. You agree, Dar? Yeah, totally agree. 44B South is the next hunt, uh, hunt number 6036. Uh, two tags. Last year there were 649 people that applied. There was someone with 7 and 23 bonus points that drew that hunt. That's a 1 in 324. Uh, pretty good quality. Uh, last year uh, there was a... I've got a 174... For some reason, Dar, I'm not. I'm just showing one. Yeah, one one hunter did not harvest. Okay, so let's see. And in 2014, I'm showing a 175 eight-year-old. Uh, I think 44B South uh, definitely in the new waters. Uh, I I was in there with Eric Swanson a few years ago, and I think it's an up-and-coming unit. Um, I just hope that you know. Two tags in there, two years in a row isn't too many. Uh, I like to see older age class Rams and big Rams, uh, but I definitely think 44B South is, is a decent unit for sure. Okay, uh, 40, let's see, 45A, three tags. Last year there was three tags, 540 people applied. Someone with 13, 15, and 16 bonus points applied for that unit. And the quality in 45A last year, a 151 four-year-old, a 161 seven-year-old, and a 156 six-year-old was harvested. Uh, I have not spent any time in 45A. Uh, 45B is two tags. Last year it was two tags. 266 people applied. Uh, definitely can go to a non-resident. 45A and B can go to a non-resident because it has more than one tag. Last year in 45B, there was someone that drew with 16 bonus points and 18 bonus points. 266 people applied uh, in in 45B last year. They killed a 155 and a 135. In 2014, 
They killed a, I just show in 2014, one tag and a 138 was harvested. If you go to the next hunt, which is 45C, uh, the Kofa National Wildlife Refuge, two tags. Last year there was only one. 114 people applied. Someone with 15 bonus points drew that tag. Uh, last year in 45C, a 154 six-year-old was harvested. And in uh, 2014, a 157 eight-year-old was harvested. Let's jump down to, there's a few units, Dar, uh, 12A, uh, 12B West, I really don't know much about, a one-tag unit. Uh, 13A is, is kind of a rough hunt. Uh, there's uh, one tag, uh, one tag in that unit, and last year actually a decent ram was harvested. The guy that drew, drew was 16 points. There was uh, 108 people that applied and 13B, let me look real fast here, or excuse me, 13A, maybe you got it before me, Dar, uh, 174. yeah, 174, a uh, beautiful ram, I actually saw a picture of it, uh, 37 and 3 eighths, 37 and 5 eighths by 14 and 7 eighths uh, based ram was killed, historically, you know, good rams don't really come out of 13A, uh, or at least the last couple of years. Let me look in uh, 2014, a 165. So not bad. Um, four, you know, 14 and 15, a 165 and a 174, uh, pretty darn good, actually, um, now that I look at it, 13A. That might be something that uh, someone can sneak in there and find something decent. Yeah, but you look at the two years before that, too. A ram wasn't killed in 13, and a 96 was killed in, I believe, 12. Yeah, and then you've got 13B South, which 13B South, they actually give you November 16th to December 31st, so that tells me that they're giving you more time. It was probably a tougher hunt. 13B South, there were 82 people that applied for one tag. The person that drew it had one point, and let's see how they did. Uh, 13B South. I don't have it here. They didn't kill last year or the year before that, or okay. the year before that, I believe. So. Okay, so that's obvious, obviously a tough hunt. That means there's a giant there, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it could be. Um, glad to have you back, Craig. What have you been on mute? <laughs> I haven't heard much from you lately. I've been taking uh, of the time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's take another quick break here, and then we're going to finish this up. Have you guys heard about PhoneScope? PhoneScope is a privately held company that makes custom-molded, precisely engineered smartphone digiscoping adapters. Photographing wildlife has never been easier. Take digiscoping photos and videos from your smartphone and share them with your friends. PhoneScope stands behind their product with a 100% money-back guarantee. PhoneScope is the future of digiscoping. Get yours now. Use the JSCOT16 promo code and receive 10% discount on all purchases. Check them out at PhoneScope, that's P-H-O-N-E-S-K-O-P-E dot com or on Instagram at PhoneScope. 
Wilderness Athlete is committed to improving the health and quality of life for the outdoor athlete by providing field-tested, scientifically validated nutrition and sports performance products. Check them out at wildernessathlete.com and use the J. Scott promo code to receive 10% off any order. Okay, hunt number 6015 is the Superstition Wilderness Hunt Area 24B uh, Wilderness uh last year i have there was one tag uh 381 people applied for that tag um it's a it's a new tag it's only been around a few years uh last year let's see uh 24b wilderness uh 178 ram was killed a 35 uh, right horn 35 and 2 eighths, left horn 38 and 3 eighths by 15 and a half inch based ram, a 178 and an eighth uh, ram was killed. This is a hunt for residents only. Uh, for as far as quality, I think it's a fantastic hunt. I think it's a great hunt to shoot a ram, you know, 170 plus for sure. If you look at 2014 um, in that unit, uh, let's see. Uh, 173 was killed uh, uh, in that unit in 2014, uh, and with the reduction of tag in 24B South, um, I think that's a pretty darn good tag, don't you, Dar? Definitely, but it's a wilderness hunt, so be prepared for wilderness conditions. Yeah, you and I have both been in there, and it's it's as rough as it gets for sure. Okay, 46. 46A East, there's two tags. Last year there were two tags, 234 people applied for that. Two people with 13 and 14 points drew that. That's a 1 in 117. Uh, if you look at how they did last year in, okay, hang on, 46A East, uh, 168, 8-year-old, uh, a 160, 10-year-old, uh, ram were harvested. If you go to 46A West, uh, there's two tags also. Um, hang on just a second. Two tags also. 46A West is west of Growler Wash, uh, Cabeza Prieta National Re Wildlife Refuge. Uh, two tags. Uh, there were 142 people that applied last year. Uh, someone with zero points and someone with nine points drew that tag. So someone that had never applied before drew it. It's a 1 in 171 chance of drawing. And let's look at the success of 46A West, a 154 and a 150. Let's see, sorry. A 154 and a 151. Um, and then the next hunt is 46B uh, East. That's Cabeza Prieta. 142 people applied. Um Excuse me, 376 people applied for 46B East. Uh, someone was 17, 21, and for some reason I don't have the, the final fourth person, but that's a 1 in 94. Pretty good quality. Let me see, 46B East last year, a 152, a 152, a 165, and a 151 were harvested. If you go back to 2014, it's skewed because it wasn't broke down yet, I think. 
Um, yeah, it, it wasn't broken to an east and west. Uh, but if you look at 46B across the board in 14, that was a 166, a 176, a 166, a 161, a 146, a 157 uh, that were harvested. Uh, the Cabeza Prieta, our friend Greg Coons, uh, guides in there exclusively. Uh, well, I shouldn't say exclusively, but he, he, he typically guides and has a client in there every year, and they do pretty well. Uh, the, the next hunt is 46B West, which is the west side of the Cabeza Prieta. Uh, last year, there were 402 people that applied. Someone with 9, 14, 20, and 22 bonus points uh, drew there. Uh, that's a 1 in 100. Uh, last year in 46B uh, West, there was a 157, a 172, a 145, and a 154 ram that was harvested and then again in 14 that was when when you could hunt the whole cabeza prieta either east or west so i think those cabeza prieta tags are for residents uh someone that's willing to backpack and really get after it uh as far as quality i think you have a chance to find a quality ram very very tough hunting conditions very arid uh you really need to know what you're doing you probably need pack horses um, you know, our friend Greg Coons, uh, you know, knows that area inside and out. Uh, he would definitely be someone that I would ask, uh, about the Cabeza Prieta if I were to draw that tag. Yeah. And definitely, definitely one of the, the those units are the, some of the better odds units for residents and non-residents. But I think the reason they are better odds is it's very, very tough hunting. Um, very little road access and a lot of walk-in, you know, backpack style hunting, uh, for Definitely, sure. Definitely, but they, they do shoot good rams every year, too. So that's, Yeah, that's it always seems like every year. Yeah, exactly. And I'm just going to um, briefly, I know we're running out of time here, I'm going to briefly touch on the Rocky Mountain Bighorn Sheep. Uh, my, my only thing with Rocky Mountain Bighorn Sheep, Dar, you had a hunter last year in 6A, uh, I helped uh, Brian Rimza in 2013 tie the state record uh, Rocky. Um, my only experience with Rockies are in 6A, and I noticed this year they split the unit uh, into two hunts, uh, two tags per hunt. The first hunt is November 18th through December 8th, and the second hunt is December 9th through December 31st. Last year they went back to uh, all four hunters hunting at the same time in the whole month of December, I can speak for in 2013 uh, Brian's year. It was a split hunt, and it was it was hard because Brian had the second hunt. Both of the, the our two best rams uh, got killed on the first hunt, and uh, that was a little disheartening. But as far as quality of hunt, I think splitting the hunts is a good idea. Um, I think the first hunt is better because of the dates. The 18th through December 8th should just be absolute prime rut. Uh, incredible hunt. That would be my pick uh, for a Rocky Mountain Bighorn. What about you, Dar? Yeah, definitely. And it's 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 interesting that um, last year none of the four tags went to max point holders, but the year before all four went to max point holders, I believe. So. so yeah, I mean that's definitely something to 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 weigh into. Um, I mean, I can't think of a better hunt or dates. Uh, November 18th through December 8th for, you know, just rutting action. 
um, in, a, in a great unit that's, you know, 6A and 22 North, pretty accessible, but there's also some, you know, rough stuff that definitely a big sheep could live in. Yeah, definitely. Okay, and then uh, we won't even go into um, the rest of the uh, Rocky hunts. Oh, man. Um, Gave everybody my first choice. <laughs> like people <laughs> don't know it. Gee, I was going to tell everybody to play them for 23 or 24A. Yeah, well... Um, did I miss anything there, guys, or anything you guys want to add? Well, Craig Craig killed his desert, so he was probably waiting to figure out what to put in for for a rocky, and we're skipping it. So I know you guys are probably not going to know what to do. You guys are providing knowledge to people and messing up my draw odds. <laughs> <laughs> the three people that listen to the J Scott Outdoors podcast: you, me, and Dar. <laughs> <laughs> Um, guys, I want to thank you for, um, being on. I know we covered a lot of ground. Uh, I know I've guided with both of you and uh, both of you are good friends and you guys have had some great success, uh, uh, guiding sheep hunters and guiding hunters in general. Um, Dar, if I was going to ask you, uh, for a non-resident, uh, what would you, what would be your two desert and you too, Craig? your two top two choices for, for non-residents or, or give me a handful of choices, what you think are the best couple. Go ahead, Dar. Well, well, for me, I, I think the, that 13 B North is an interesting, interesting choice. Um, decent odds and good, good sheep. And, uh, you know, I, I would almost be willing to take a gamble on the 15 unit, uh, 15d because of the the disease you know applicants will probably be down the number hunters will be down so that i think you'll have a good experience if you did draw the tag and it's a it's a neat unit we've all hunted it and it's a i sure hope it 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 stays good for sure for me if i was advising my dad and he was a non-resident i would tell him probably to do 43B and then 15D. Um, I still think 15, just just the tag numbers in both those units, um, and and the quality. And I still believe 15D is going to have a couple book rams come out of it. That's just my personal opinion. I could be completely wrong. Kuyu gears here. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? You got to go because the Kuyu gear just arrived at the door. Yeah. And and the UPS man's trying to steal it out of your box. Yeah, it actually came FedEx. Oh, nice. I would say I kind of agree with Dar on 13B North. Um, it's a pretty neat unit to hunt. I also like uh, Craig's idea of 43B, but I also think that you know even if they have some die off, I would draw 15 and just hope that you could find one ram. Uh, that, that was a good one, uh, that, that, you know, is, is still alive and, and not too sick and just hope for it. So, um, that's kind of my two cents. I'm salivating to go to the door right now. (laughs) (laughs) With that being said, guys, thanks a lot for being on. I appreciate both of you and I appreciate your input. And, uh, I, I do want to note that the deadline is, uh, June 14th. And uh, June 14th is the deadline to apply. 
And if you have any questions, you can email me at jscottoutdoors at gmail.com. You can email dar at darcolburn at aol.com. And Craig Steele, Craig, what's your email? craigsteeleaz at gmail.com. Okay, great. Guys, thanks for being on, and um, I'll catch you guys later. Later. Thanks for having us.